On this episode of The Plug, we'll continue our discussion on the college experience and how many activities in college can help shape future careers in medicine. I think this is a particularly important topic because as everyone knows, college is an exciting time where students are balancing new independence with the opportunity to really explore their interests and ultimately land in a career. Sometimes students come into college knowing that they want to be doctors, lawyers, nurses, teachers, scientists, historians, and gravitate towards those areas of study to start down that road. To be honest, that might be the easy route because you know what you're interested in and can hit the ground running when you start college. I didn't want to miss the opportunity to mention that even if you are interested in a career in medicine, no matter if you want to be a doctor, nurse, nurse practitioner, physician assistant, or another member of the healthcare team, it is not a requirement that you know as soon as you enter college what you want to do. As we have discussed in previous episodes, since many colleges in America are liberal arts colleges, you are able to benefit from the variety of courses and many disciplines that can inform your interests and fine-tune areas that could become hobbies or even second careers in the future. What this episode focuses on is less the actual classroom time and coursework that are undoubtedly key in propelling your career forward, but shifts the focus more to the fun times outside of the classroom where you really enjoy the college culture and develop other interests by involvement in extracurricular activities. A frequently overlooked fact is that you can actually use these interests and activities as you pursue a career in medicine. With that being said, Dr. Kim, what do you think about your college experience apart from the academic side of your education? I would say college was three and a half very fun years, but it was still difficult. I finished college a semester early, partially because, which is something we mentioned in a previous episode, I had some credits going in from advanced placement courses that I took in high school. So it shortened my college experience a little bit because I didn't need additional credits to graduate. But those are really fun times. It was my first time being away from home. I went to college in Boston. And so I was so far away and not to age myself, but our move-in date was four days after September 11th. And so that created some challenges to get me to Boston. So it became kind of a defining characteristic of my college time because it was immediately after the world change. 9-11 was like the shot heard around the world from previous generations. But for my college experience, it made it interesting to travel to and from home and et cetera. Outside of my academic career in college, socially, I was very involved starting after about my second semester in college. We were actually on a quarter system, so it was really my second quarter. We didn't switch to a semester system until my junior year. So second quarter, I started becoming involved outside of my academic things because I realized I had more time that I could spend on those things. I started with organizations like the Black Student Association and things that were geared towards the ethnic and cultural specifics that were comfortable for me. I didn't really venture into science organizations or anything like that because I was never invited to any of them. I didn't know people who were in them, so I just didn't get involved. 
I continued on to be in leadership roles in different organizations, which was very helpful to get my name out there as a college student, which ultimately helped with obtaining letters of recommendation to medical school once I decided to go down that route. So it was a lot of fun. I didn't avoid the social aspect of college at all. I went out with my friends and we went to parties, especially after becoming a part of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. We went to fraternity parties that were in Connecticut and on the west side of Massachusetts. The Alpha Equinox party was always a big one each year. And so that was a lot of fun. So we made the best of our time in college where we got to know ourselves and learned a lot about the adult experience, I guess you could call it, with living far away from parents or at least not in your parents' home and having to manage all of the difficulties that come along with that. Dr. LaTanya, what do you think about your college experience outside the classroom? So college was a special time for me. I enjoyed my undergraduate years. One of the things that you talked about, Dr. Kimberly, was just kind of like that newfound independence. I certainly enjoyed that, even though I was essentially in the same city as my parents. When I went to college, I did live on campus. And I understood early on that my coursework was a priority. I went to undergraduate on a scholarship. I had a GPA requirement that I had to maintain. So I wanted to make sure that I didn't lose that scholarship. And so in that regard, I had to make my schoolwork a priority. But I was involved in multiple organizations. Of course, you mentioned our sorority, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. And I had some leadership roles within that organization. We did lots of community service. We did fundraising. So I was very involved there. And then in regards to the science organizations, I was the president of the pre-health club. I was a little bit different in that I knew I wanted to become a physician. And so I sought out organizations that I knew would help me get to that point. I did research as well. We talked about that a little bit in previous episodes. And so those were a couple of the things that I did. As far as the social aspect, I did go out with friends. I did hang out with friends. I went to parties. I enjoyed myself. I did some traveling around the area as well. And I think that all of those things really helped to shape my academic experience. I was able to network and meet some people who were in turn able to write some letters of recommendation for me to get into medical school. And also it made for me to be a more well-rounded candidate. So I had something to talk about when I went into these medical school interviews. And I think you can use that for any type of professional school that you'd want to go into. They want to know what is the thing that is interesting to you. So when Dr. Jasmine talked about the liberal arts colleges and being able to pick up on specific interests, then really kind of take hold of those things. Make sure you get your basic science coursework done, but then you also want to be a well-rounded individual. And I think all of those things really helped to shape me overall as a candidate to become a physician. Dr. Jasmine, what do you have to add since we went to the same college? Did the culture change over the passing years? So just so you all know, between myself, Dr. LaTanya, and Dr. Jasmine, there's about 12 years of difference between us. 
I think that the culture of our college was very similar in a lot of ways to the things that Dr. Latanya mentioned before. Socially, we still had lots of activities like parties and things on campus. Also, we are all members of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, so community service as well as social activities through that organization during our time in college. Also, within the college itself, I had involvement in the Pre-Alumni Council. Our college also has a very prominent role in social activism, and that's something that's really instilled in a lot of the education that we receive there. I know a lot of the organizations that we're involved in also have that same emphasis, so that was woven into our college experience. Dr. Kimberly, what activities were you involved in in college that you think had a positive takeaway related to your career advancement? I was asked to join a committee of African-American students who met with the president of the university about the end of my freshman year, beginning of my sophomore year. And that group or committee was a group of African-American students who could explain to the president what our experiences were at the university. I think of all of the things that I was involved in, this gave me a very positive experience at the university, primarily because it allowed us to be open and without fear by giving our administrators at the university a view of the things that were happening within our community. We were allowed to be, I'll say we were allowed, but maybe I, <laughs> I was just open and said what needed to be said. But whenever things came up, we were willing and open to say to the president that this or that needed to change in order to make the experience that we had at the university one that was as good as the experience that Caucasian students had. So this opportunity was great. And I was able to connect with multiple people within the administration of our university, which was pretty large. Northeastern University had a little over 20,000 undergraduates. So it gave us an opportunity as a small group of minority students to say that things needed to change because of this or that experience. So that was huge, mainly because I would leave there, unbeknownst to me, and start a career in medicine, which everyone who's listening to this is clear that there are disparities within our healthcare system based on race, as well as based on your financial setup or et cetera. And in that way, I would need to continue to be vocal and speak up about the racial disparities in my field of medicine. So that was sort of the springboard for that later in life. If there was anything in my college experience that I think prepared me for that, it was that committee of African-American students to the president of the university. Dr. Jasmine, what about you? What activities during your college experience do you think had a strong impact on your future career? My involvement in a couple of organizations in particular were very important. I think I mentioned on a previous episode about my involvement in community service and the Salvation Army were important experiences that informed that sense of empathy for other individuals. But also my involvement in the Jackson Heart Study undergraduate training program got me interested initially in research. 
my interest shifted with that. But I think that was the first exposure that I had to what research looked like in medicine or in general. Another organization that played a pivotal role was the Pre-Health Club. I've served as the president, and I think by connections that I made with alumni that were physicians from our college during that time allowed me to have shadowing experience that I otherwise would not have had. But also it gave me a first look into networking, which could be a separate discussion about how to network and how to market yourself in medicine, which I think is a very important skill to learn over the course of your career. Dr. Latanya, we've been talking about the things that we may have engaged in during the school year, but what about the summertime, which can also be a crucial few months to engage in other activities? What thoughts do you have about that for students that are interested in medicine or careers in medicine? The summertime is really a crucial time for for college students. It's important that you don't waste the summer months because all of that can really be instrumental in building you up as a candidate. One of the things that I did during my summer months were research. Understand that a lot of these opportunities are paid opportunities when you are doing research with a specific organization. And my suggestion would be to, number one, reach out to your college or university to see if anyone has any experiments that you're interested in or any projects that you're interested in jumping on within that organization. Also, you can look at local health centers. If there's a medical school in your area, you can reach out to those places. And then there are several programs that can really place you as a student in multiple organizations across the country, sometimes even internationally, so that you will be able to gain valuable research experience. I also have to really highlight shadowing. Again, way back when I went to medical school, that was not a requirement, but for students who are interested in going to medical school, and I would really argue any health profession, I think it's important to seek out opportunities to shadow. If you're interested in being those people, then you should shadow them to make sure that that is indeed right for you. You can reach out to your local medical boards or any organizations. If your college or university has alumni that are doing those things, they could potentially reach out to them for you to form a relationship there. And then I don't want to discount work experience. Some people need the income of working, and that is experience as well. It shows that you are responsible that you are able to keep a job, go to that job when you are required to work. And a lot of the recommendation letters that you get for medical school, they may not necessarily come from your professors or people that you did research with. If you worked at a local grocery store for the entire four years during college or one summer, or if you made major changes within that company, then your supervisor may want to write you a letter. And those really do have a lot of weight for students that are going into medical or professional schools. Dr. Jasmine, what about your summer? What did you do during your summer months? Similarly to you, Dr. Latanya, I did do research at different institutions across America that really gave me a sense of what basic science research looked like, as well as more industry-driven research. 
I think I've mentioned that on a previous episode as well, but I think that some of those projects that I worked on, I'm still getting questions about and interest generated about in interviews that I've had even fairly recently. That goes to show you that even something that may be a experience when you're in college may be a source for discussion or conversation or may even be the reason why someone may select you for a medical school interview so that you can talk about these things a little bit more. Don't discount those summer experiences as something that you do over that period of time and it's no big deal because it can actually play a big role in your career going forward. Dr. Kim, do you have anything that you want to add about your summer experiences or things that you engaged in that propelled your career forward over the summer? For me in the summer, I mainly came home because I was so far away from home that I didn't usually do anything in particular that would advance my career. So I mostly spent summers at home. I once went back for the summer quarter and did the summer quarter in college, taking additional classes, which also contributed to me being able to finish a little early. So I didn't do any summer programs or anything like that. I kept a job throughout my college career after the first year, which is mainly a waitressing job, which I think is actually very good. Honestly, I would encourage if you have time to work as well. I would encourage anyone to work in a service type industry. It really does teach you how to interact with people. And so I would encourage that, especially if you want to go into medicine, because you're going to be interacting with a lot of people. And so that I think was very helpful. Another thing I'd add is that when you do these summer programs or when you take on research opportunities, I hate to be that friend, but I'll be the one that tells you that when you do it, don't halfway do it. Because the point is that when you are being involved in things like this, you're doing it for A, the experience, but also B, for the letters of recommendation that are coming with it. So if you seem uninterested, if you come late to events or work or something, then you're not going to get the best recommendation. And to be honest, if you're that type of student or if you're that type of employee, my recommendation is to just not ask for a letter of recommendation. If that was your stance, you don't want a recommendation letter that is lukewarm. You want one that's glowing, which means that you have to be that kind of person. So I would say that if you're going to be involved in things like this, your goal should be to shine wherever you are so that those letters of recommendation can easily come. Lastly, I throw in there that mentorship is huge as you're going on this career path. We will have a podcast episode coming up about mentorship. It'll be its own episode because that's how important this topic is. So definitely check back with us for that. But having good mentors can make a huge difference in where your career goes and how easily it is for you to get from one step of your career to the next. I think all of this has really been really great advice for students who are looking to seek a career in healthcare. So going to medical school or any other professional school. So really just to give a quick wrap up, your experiences outside of the classroom during your college years are really about gaining experience. Make sure you seek out organizations that you have an interest in. 
you really want to learn to communicate well. You want to be able to get those glowing letters of recommendation that are going to look great on your application to medical or professional school. And it also really solidifies that you are a responsible individual. You want to make sure that you have the appearance of maturity and that you'll be able to handle yourself going forward and being able to multitask and use your time wisely. Those all reflect very well on your applications. So with that, we will close out. That concludes this episode. Please make sure to follow us, like us, and share our podcast episodes. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So we will catch you on our next episode. Thanks for joining us.